Welcome to the family with Melissa Bernard, Alex Brant Bernard Rasmussen, the Lispy Catherine Brant, <laughs> Andy Brant Bernard, and Mike Bryant. Lispy. I'm Lispy. <laughs> we shall be right back. Kick things off with the family. Can sure. Live. Yeah, we can go live. It's working it's okay. really well. I'll shut up. It's working okay. really well. Sounds, you sound like you're working on the KQ Morning Show, making so much noise. <laughs> that's, that's my inspiration. What is that now with everybody else you got on the air now? People making noise in the background. What are you doing? I mean, you work from cafeteria? home, you feel like you're at home. So. They're getting well, used to the true. construction and all the other yeah, noises. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That weird buzzing or bell that you had, mm-hmm. what was it, like five months ago, where yeah. you had a weird kind of like ringing or something oh, yeah. that came in from nowhere? The dream come true. Okay. Brad, Sean, Bryant. <laughs> anyway, Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant, what's up? So we get calls all the time, and when you call, it's a free consultation. So say if you hit your thumb with a hammer and you got a bruise on your thumb, we'll get calls like that sometimes and say, no, you don't really have a case because there's nobody to sue. So, you know, it doesn't bother me uh, when people call with different claims or different things. But just unfortunately, sometimes the advice is you don't have a case. But that's what we do. And we talk to people about claims. We talk to people about serious claims like car accidents and other other things where people are hurt really badly. and. And uh, but we're there for people to call and we give them advice. Mike Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. Balls are done. <laughs> I'll do it for you. Tommy, how long have you been at KQ? Thirty-six years now. Wow, that's loyalty. Well, if I'm completely honest, it isn't the company that I'm loyal to. It's the listeners. I figured out a long time ago they're the only reason I have a job. Why are you asking? Well, we had another great month at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan. In fact, Burnsville continues to be the number one Nissan store in Minnesota. The loyalty part. Get to the loyalty part. Oh, yeah. This month, if you buy or lease a new Rogue or a Pathfinder from us, we'll give you an extra 500 off as long as you own or are leasing a Nissan. That is cool. Do they have to trade it? Nope. It's just a reward for being loyal. By the way, the new Pathfinder is fantastic. It's got a nine-speed transmission, and JLo says it'll practically pull the building. We also cut a deal with our good buddy Charlie Swenson, who's running a Nissan store in Chicago. He gave us some extra rogues. Because Charlie's such a nice guy. Well, Paul might have threatened him. Sounds like Paul. For details, go to Walzer Nissan or Coon Rapids Nissan and claim your loyalty gift. Tommy, give him some Elvis loyalty. Thank you. Thank you very much. There are definitely things to avoid during a Minnesota winter, like licking a flagpole or waiting too long to replace that car battery. But number one on the list is taking a chance on your furnace. Hey, Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, reminding you that a furnace clean and tune will improve efficiency, reliability, and peace of mind. Or maybe it's time to take advantage of Sabre's rebates and upgrade to an energy-efficient Bryant system. Don't take chances on your comfort. Visit SabreHeating.com. Sabre and Bryant. Whatever it takes. Settle again. No doubt about it, ladies and gentlemen. We are back. Our special guest, Nurse Blake, with us. Uh, national tour, the PTO comedy tour. You can go to nurseblake.com. Tickets for the Minneapolis show. Now, Nurse, you ever been to Minneapolis? I've never been to Minneapolis. I knew you were going to say Mindianapolis, by the way. I knew it. You know why I knew that, nurse? Why? Because it says here, the Minis- M- the Minespolis show. <laughs> Instead of Minneapolis, yeah, it does. the Minespolis show. Minespolis. <laughs> hey, whatever. Uh, you know, I've even been practicing for the past hour. Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Very good. Very good. It's just Mini-Apple and then Is. Yeah. 
Minneapolis. Easy as that. <laughs> nurse blood. Where are you from originally, nurse? So I'm originally from Orlando, Florida. Ooh, love Orlando. I've kind of worked as a nurse all over Texas, Seattle, South Carolina, but now I'm back in town, Orlando, Florida. So if you ever come down to Disney World, I'll be here. I loved it. We, yeah, you've been there a couple times. Like every year for the past, what, 35 years, yeah, I Catherine? I think you've been there at least 20 times. I know you're probably talking to me, Tom, but I could barely hear you. Oh, okay. I don't know what it is. We'll jack it up. Is that better, Nurse? No. No, he's, he's working on it. What you, happened? you feel so far away, Tom. How about now? Well, I kind of am. I just kind of... <laughs> is hey, that better? Go. That's better. Perfect. Okay. Good. Watch Yay. this thing. You ready? This is why I hate our phone system. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Nurse Blake. There we go. You gave you the big intro. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to get up there in October. Yeah, you're coming. He's coming to town, ladies and gentlemen. Where are you going to be 16th. at? Fitzgerald Theater. Oh, okay. Oh, it's a great venue. Yep. You ever been there before? It's, oh, and you've never been here, you said before. So, yeah, I've never Fitzgerald. been. But it's hey, listen, place. if anyone needs a nurse on October 16th, we will be there. I might. <laughs> I, I don't know yet, but I might. I might run my mouth, and therefore I'll need a I'll need a nurse definitely. <laughs> no question about it. Do, no, do, we'll all be there. Let let all the hospitals know. All the nurses are going to be at my show. So this I will. Is a fair warning. Don't get sick that, that day. They're all taking off. They're all putting in their PTO to be at the show. <laughs> I like it. Due to popular demand, Blake is filling theaters across the country for a fun-filled comedy event, hitting over forty-five cities. It celebrates the hard work of healthcare providers. I got to be honest with you, nurse. I don't understand. I don't get how you guys do this because Jesus. Every time I've ever been, you know, it's like I'd go visit somebody in a hospital or, oh, your brother's in intensive care or blah, blah, blah. I don't know how you put up with the whiny bastards that end up coming to doctors and nurses. How do you do it? You know, I love my patients at the end of the day. I love all my patients. That's why I got to nursing to care for them. But let me tell you, management at hospitals now and these CEOs, they are just working us. We are short-staffed. Oh, yeah. We don't have the equipment, but... We're, we, we always do it because at the end of the day, we're caring for other people. So I love it. See, that's a good thing. By coincidence, obviously, I won't identify the person, man or woman, but a uh, doctor, a very good doctor in town. I was talking to this person uh, in the last week, and he or she, could be he or she, went to the, the apparently the, the, what do they call the person who manages the hospital, the director of the hospital? The CEO. Yeah, we got CEO, we got the director. Yeah. CEO, I know. Yeah. Apparently he was talking to, or she, could have been she. You're really doing a great job. Was talking to the, the CEO of the hospital, and she was bitching about this, that, and the other thing. He said, you have to understand something. I don't work for you. I, I work for the, the ill. I work for the people, the patients that are in the hospital. You run the hospital. I handle the patients, so leave me alone. I love that. That's right. I mean, we are there with the patient more than anybody. If anyone should be making decisions about hospitals should be run, give it up for the nurses. Mm -hmm. It's true. No, I don't think there's any question about that. No, nurse, how did you get from nursing into doing comedy? Was it a, a certain frustration with not to be, not understanding what you were up to? Or how did you get into comedy? You know, just like you said, it is so wild, and our job yeah, is so it crazy. Is. It takes a special person to do it. Our humor is kind of dark, and honestly, that's what gets us through the long shifts. But I was at a point, I was four years into my nursing career, and I was getting burnout. out. I was tired. I was just, I had my first panic attack. I didn't know what it was, oh, and yeah. I needed an outlet to be able to share my stories of a nurse, you know, 
the happy parts and the challenges, and they just came out with a funny video that went viral, me dancing in a one-piece scrub outfit that I made with tape and a stapler. Oh. And I guess nothing was going on in the news because all the news stations had shared the video of me dancing. And it was the comments from nurses and nursing students all over um, that kept me going, kept me making videos. And I think, you know, I could be an outlet to other nurses, no matter where they work or live. Because no matter where we work or live, we all go through pretty much the same thing. So it's been a good outlet for me. And I think to the other nurses that watch my content. I don't think there's any question about that. So basically... When you put on your, you look like a mummy, I would imagine, if you were all wrapped in tape. Uh, so, uh, so what I did, this was when the male onesie came out. I don't remember, I don't know if you guys remember the male onesie, but it was the male romper. Mm-hmm. And I created a scrub romper, so I essentially tied my scrub set together, cut the legs off. I was showing my leg and my scrubs. Everyone thought it was the funniest thing ever. Um, But now I look back now, four years ago, I'm like, that was so ridiculous. I can't believe I did that. And it was on TV. Yeah, made it on television. You know that. that, uh, No question about that. So are you having fun? Now, how do you how do you fit all this in? I mean, are you still working at a hospital or are you taking some time off from that? Yeah, so I'm actually taking some time off. Right. You know, get ready for the show because it's going to be I'm doing like 55 shows in 70 days oh god a lot of travel I know <laughs> we're going to be living out of a bus so excited and nervous about that what do you mean by we nurse I'm not coming oh yeah so I have me so you don't want to come you don't want to come come, come, come along I can open here I'll do this here's your opener from now on we're about to bring out nurse Blake laugh or I'll be kicking someone's ass what do you think uh, I, I definitely need that bit, and we'll put it into the show. Okay, we'll open up every show. We'll, we'll get it done for you, nurse. No <laughs> doubt about do it. Do the deep voice like uh, Manhattan Steamroller. You know, do the whole yeah, deep exactly. voice intro. Exactly. <laughs> do, Ladies and gentlemen. Do the Christmas tale during the show. <laughs> I, that is something else where the guy goes, and then when they came down from the heaven, like, Jesus. <laughs> hey, if you just say nurse, all the nurses are running because it's like what patients call us. They're always like, hey, nurse. nurse. Mm. They can know your name, but they can oh, always sure. call you. Hey, nurse. I understand that. So is, is all your material based on, on nurse history or what is it, is it other things or is that primarily where you stick? And so it's pretty much in the nursing world. I kind of share my experience. But nursing is the largest profession. There's almost like four and a half million nurses in Ooh, the country. I didn't know that. And whether you've been a patient or maybe you've dated a nurse, you're married to a nurse, your mom or dad's a nurse, um, pretty much everyone knows a nurse. So sure. they can pretty much relate to my show. Uh, even if you're not in healthcare, I'll still try to, you know, make you laugh. Um, but yeah, so I pretty much stick in that space. Okay. You know, I got to tell you. Nurse Blake, our special guest, ladies and gentlemen. Again, he's coming to town October 16th. Only a few tickets left, so you better get your tickets now. Um, but, uh, Nurse, in, when I was 19 years old, many, many years ago, I had to go in for, for hernia surgery. Okay. And I will never forget this nurse, and this is why nurses have always been special. I've always had great nurses, by the way. Whenever I needed anything, nurses were terrific. They were just, I loved them. But... Now I should point out that I that I they am a, a white guy in America today, right? But this was in the late 1960s, so I was doing a lot of reading about politics. It kind of like what we're going through right now. That was 1969, anyway, right? 
pretty much the same feeling. And I was on the gurney being pushed into the operating room, and the nurse looks down, and I was reading a book called Black Power. And she said, are you reading that book? And this, is, this is an African-American woman. And she goes, are you reading that book? I said, yes, ma'am, I am. She goes, Tommy, the more you read, the more going to whoop your ass. <laughs> I, will, I will never forget that. She was trying to protect me, a, a young white kid, from running into too much trouble with all these psychopaths out there. I thought it was very sweet. Let me tell you, some nurses, we definitely have, um, we definitely connect with patients in a way that oh, sure. a lot of other healthcare professionals Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. So. Well, it's that yeah. human side, and you give extra time, and you know, especially people who feel like their doctors aren't giving them enough attention. You guys are the connection. They do say we are the number one most trusted profession, and we've been that way for like eighteen years in a row, or something. I can believe like that. that. Yeah. People yeah. like us. I mean, I just have to say, we're awesome. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I have to say, you are absolutely we're awesome. No. You know, I make all these videos about my experiences and. Uh, some of the people that I worked with or went to school with, they're like, you know, are you, like, making fun of me or of us? And I'm like, I definitely am making fun of them. <laughs> <laughs> all the stories are and that's true. Okay. And I have a name for everyone. Mm-hmm. I think that's wonderful. Although, when I was uh, in high school, I ripped ligaments in my ankle. And the nurse who was had me in the wheelchair had my ankle hanging out, and she clipped the door. Oh, she clipped the door away no. as she was taking me to X-ray. Ouch. So if I wasn't in so much pain, you'd have one less nurse today. But, <laughs> yeah. That will always that. stay with me. Oh. I, I would say the hardest part about nursing is transporting a patient either in a wheelchair or a bed. They don't yeah. teach you that in nursing school. And you never get it down. No, wheelchairs are not easy to use. No, people, they're not. People who've been in the field for 20 years make it look very easy. But, yeah, they're not uh, exactly designed to be maneuverable. No, definitely. Even me, I've been nurse for seven years. And every time, you know, I have a patient, I'm like, sir, please keep your arms and hands in the table yeah. at all times. <laughs> yes. It's a good plan. I have a, I, I have a, I, I want you to confirm something for me. I've got a bunch sure. of people in my family that have been nurses. And... They said if you want to get the royal treatment, what you do is you bring in a great big bag of M and M's. Oh, any food? <laughs> I was gonna say any food. Yeah, yeah. probably. When I had my when okay. I had my kids, I made like mini brownies and something, and the midwife came back in. She was like, they were gone in five minutes. Wow. <laughs> and I made bring like two dozen. Like, Plain bread, and we will be all over it. Plain bread. Your gruel, sir. (laughs) I remember I actually did that. So I bring in this giant bag of M&Ms, and I'm sitting there waiting for I don't even know what. They were going to wheel me in or put me under. I don't even remember what the circumstance was. And I hear this nurse (laughs) whisper, Next door. She's like, if you don't go and get some of those M&Ms, they're going to be gone. They're almost gone now. And I just given them to her. Wow. I mean, they're gone. And typically other nurses from other floors or departments will hear about these M&Ms. Everybody's running for like the ants. hospital. They hear yeah. about the M&Ms. Yeah. <laughs> now, this plain or peanut, does it matter? I like peanut M&M's. Oh, yeah. I think most people do. Yeah. I love them. They're so good. They're the pretzel ones. But you've got to worry about the peanut allergies I these do. days. That's true. It is. It's a top oh, allergen, but I will uh-huh. take a regular M&M. Yeah. <laughs> You're killing You'll your nurse. You'll choke one down. We don't have time Yikes. for break or lunch. Like, it's very rare right. when you get a right. minute to just eat something. So whenever we can, we will go for it. 
Bring now, in M&M's when the baby comes. Yeah, that's something. true. <laughs> Bring something. I just one more something. quick nurse. Uh, nurse, And it, it was a, actually a lot of fun. It was fantastic. But I went in for a uh, colonoscopy about uh, a few years ago now. Fun story. I, I go in for a colonoscopy. <laughs> no, it's, well, you know, I go in for a What's colonoscopy. fun than a colonoscopy? And I also do a, 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 a local <laughs> morning show. You should probably be on the local morning show as well because we have a really big audience. So we All should right. book you on that, too. But uh, so apparently the three nurses that worked at this doctor's office were big fans of the show, right? Yep. So the whole time I'm lying there on my side with a hose up my butt, three nurses are talking to me. Remember that one bit you did when I'm like, what? <laughs> it was very funny. Actually. They were very, they were very I got a hose up my butt, and they're going, tell me about that one time. I'm like, Really? <laughs> But even, you were you were going to be the patient that they never forget. Yes, apparently that's it's true. Even more enjoyable when you go in a couple months later and they're still talking about you during my like, yeah, you no, know, yeah, yeah. I know yeah, he was great. here. Yeah, yeah great. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That is very funny. That. I just so so now you're going to get back to nursing, Blake. Once are you going to go on your tour? But are you going to get back to nursing? Do you think you'll stay in the comedy circuit? What do you What do you want to do? I think it's good balance for me. You yeah. know, nurses need a support right now and advocacy and just laugh. So I feel like you know this is my way to kind of give back to my profession. Sure. Um, but I do miss patients. Like that's why I got into nursing in the first place. So after the tour, I probably will be picking up a PRN job so I could have some patient interaction. And where, what, what city will that, will that be in Orlando? Probably be in Orlando. Yeah. Yep. Well, you may come to Minneapolis and fall in love with the place and stay yeah, here. You just stay here and to freeze to death in the winter. Yeah. Orlando to Minneapolis, a bit of a climate well, difference. <laughs> here, Catherine's bringing in M&Ms. You may decide, <laughs> you know, I'm staying here and getting those M&Ms. <laughs> it's worth it. That's a good idea. Nurse, you come to town, you decide to get a job, and Catherine will bring you M&Ms every week. I will. <laughs> I will be there. Now, if he goes on KQ and talks to the M and M's, I bet you people show up and bring M and M's. Oh, they will absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. The, on this show they'll show up and bring M and M's. It's going to be like when people watch the room; they throw spoons at the screen. I'll yeah. be throwing M and M's at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't throw the M and M's. No, at don't, Blake. Throw don't throw M and M's. Toss on stage. Yes, underhanded throws only. Yeah. Can you Should imagine it? That'll be great. Pegging somebody with a handful of M and M's that hurt like yeah, a yeah, that wouldn't be nice. Yeah, probably. You would think. How anyway. did we get from a gift to throwing things? How did that <laughs> right, because they're uh, comedy patrons, <laughs> and you know they've had a cocktail. Yeah, <laughs> drinking one a.m. You know. Although Fitzgerald's not as easy to get drinks, I don't think. No, not like no. Some of the I don't think so. Yeah, because the way it's have, set like, up. A permanent bar yeah. situation. Yeah. yeah. Let me tell you what about my show is I I've, I've done a tour before and these theaters are like. This is going to be so boring. It's going to be a lecture by a nurse. But when there's a thousand nurses in a room, it is pretty wild. Oh, yeah, so yeah. after my shows are done, the, the, the security and everyone at the theater is like, oh, my gosh, it was like a rock concert because the nurses just want to laugh, drink, and have fun. Nice. <laughs> to laugh, drink, and well, good. I mean, that, that is good news right there, I Ooh, think. you got a tough job. In yeah. some ways. Yeah. In, in some ways, that's true. I now, when people first see your name, do they assume you're a woman just because? And, and there are many male nurses, I know that, but do they think you're a woman just because your name is Nurse Blake? So not anymore. There's actually like twelve percent of nurses are actually males now, so that kind of goes up every year. No, but I that's will true, have yeah. patients ask me like, 
well, you're a nurse now, but are you ever going to be a doctor? <laughs> Jeez. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's not really it. the trajectory. I but love that. People, that people do think it's like you start off as a nurse and you become yeah. a doctor, then you're a surgeon, no. and then you're, uh, I don't know, head of the hospital. <laughs> then you run United Health for about 20 years. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Some of those doctors is actually trying to be nurses. Ugh. Oh, God. <laughs> they, no. should ha- they should that have to the do best. it. They Absolute. should have to do it. They honestly kind of, well, that's yeah. kind of what residency is, but... You know, you forget it pretty quick, I think. One thing I will tell you, Nurse Blake, is that I do love, and it's behind the scenes, I understand, and all the rest of it, but I love the sense of humor at hospitals of doctors and nurses, and they don't do it in front of most patients, but, you know, they because of the show, I guess, or whatever, they would do it around. There are a lot of very funny nurses and doctors out there. Let me tell you, I mean, we have to honestly make fun of the most inappropriate things. Yes. You know, that's yes. like our, our outlet to be able to, you know, get through a shift or the hard things that we see. You know, you might care for one patient that's getting up and walking for the first time in three months. And Jeez. you have another patient right next door that passes away. Yeah. Um, so it's a roller coaster in 12 hours, the emotions that we that we have. Yeah, my uh, grandpa is 94 years old and he's in a uh, home and I can't imagine what it's like working at that home. Really? Yeah. Well, the Let things they you. must see. Yeah. I love older adults. I think some nurses are more peds nurses and kids, but mm-hmm. a confused older adult, I love them so much. I got a oh. grandfather with dementia, and mm. uh, he just cracks he just cracks me up. I could understand that. Don't you have to have that attitude, Nurse Blake? That you kind of have to keep keep things positive and you know find if humor in things. You're not gonna laugh. You cry. Right. Right. I mean, really, it's, we, we, nurses were really good at holding our bladder because you don't get breaks. So we just turned the bathroom into a cry room. So when you when it's sure. really overwhelming, you just go there and have a good cry. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought that up, Nurse Blake, because how, how do you handle that as a, as a nurse when you know this person has, and especially a kid, how, you know they have very little chance. That's got to be tough, man. So what I do, I actually worked at Disney uh, before I started nursing school. Oh, okay. So. It was, I was a character, an, an entertainment character, and it was my job to create, like, a magical moment for the child or the guest or the family. Oh, and yeah. I definitely take that into my nursing career, you know. These patients are going through something that is so hard and difficult, and I could just give them a great moment, you know, whether it's an experience of life or death or whatever is coming their way, you know, just to keep them happy and positive and maybe joke a little bit with them if that's acceptable. Um, because at the end of the day, patients aren't going to remember what meds you got them, what procedures they had. Right. They're going to remember right. the nurses and the healthcare professionals, you know, that were with them. Sure. Yeah, no, so you carry it on. into. So actually, in a way, I never really understood this, but in a way, there's a natural transition between being a nurse and being a comedian. I could see that. We're just really funny. I have to say, <laughs> yes. so be, all the comedians will be nurses in the next 20 years because <laughs> we got stories. I'm sorry, but I don't want a comedian being my nurse. I'd mm. get nurse for a comedian, but not a comedian for a nurse. Not Ain't the happen. ones I've met. No. Uh, <laughs> not the yeah. ones. I've the good news is all our patients are safe with all the HIPAA laws. Yeah, that's true. Fun or share any stories of patients. Now, where do you open your tour on September 8th? September 8th in Charlotte, and then we close oh, okay. in Seattle on November 21st. Nice. God, September. So that's the day after Labor Day, isn't it? I think. Labor Day the 7th this year. Oh, yeah. September 8th. September 8th is a Tuesday, isn't it? Yep. The first 
show. Well, there you go. Uh, I think that's yeah. wonderful. Uh, now you're gonna have a. Now, ha, have you been on a big tour before? You've been on tour, I'm assuming, but have you ever been on a big tour like this one? Not a big tour like this. No, the last tour I did so. was ten shows, so we're um, we're out doing it this time. Well, I'm just glad you're doing it here. I'm glad you're coming to town because people. I, one thing I I don't know if you've been told this or not, but. Minneapolis-St. Paul has one of the best comedy audiences in America, and I'm not just making it up because we're here. There are great comedy audiences. I'm so excited because let me tell you, the audience makes the difference oh, yeah. in how the show goes. They make the show. There's no question about it. You'll have a ball. There's no question about that. Uh, again, ladies and gentlemen, nurseblake.com, tickets for the Minneapolis show at the Fitzgerald. And by the way, by coincidence, my lovely wife Catherine and I just went on a bike tour this weekend, and in, in not even knowing it was in your honor, we, we rode our bikes across the Lake Wobegon Trail, because he's the guy who kind of brought the Fitzgerald Theater back, Garrison oh, cool. Keeler. Oh, that's awesome. I'm so excited to be there, and y'all almost sold out the show so fast. Yeah, I know. Oh, they love their comedy here. Nurse Blake, I'm Nurse, I'm telling you, Scott, people in this town love their comedy. You're going to have a ball. You'll have a great I can't time. wait. I'm so excited. It's going to be great. All right, behave, young man, and we'll see you in just a couple of months, October 16th at the Fitzgerald Theater. And only a few tickets left, so if you're going to go, you better get going because the tickets are going to fly. The last few are going to fly out the door, right? They're going to fly out the door. That's right. Okay, we'll get you booked on the morning show as well, the KQRS morning show, because our audience would love to hear you, all right? Can't wait. Thank you all so much. Have a good one. You Thank too. you. Thanks. NurseBlake.com, ladies and gentlemen. We'll take a break. Be right back with the family. Tom here, and I'm talking with Brad Huckle and Mike Bilski of North American Banking Company. We've talked before about how working with a community bank like North American Banking Company can benefit business owners. Do you have an example you could share with our listener? Our customers at Homeco Insulation and Blaine have been banking with a big bank for many years, but suddenly their calls weren't getting returned and their banker was unresponsive to their business needs. You can imagine their frustration. They had a successful business, wanted to expand, and their bank cut them off. They were ready to move on from their big bank. When they were referred to us, we knew they wanted to work with a community bank that would be responsive and would take the time to understand their business and its needs. That sounds like a perfect fit. I know it can always reach out and not only talk to an actual person, but I'm talking to an experienced lender. They've told us the same thing, Tommy. Look, I know Brad and Mike and I trust them with my banking. My whole family does. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience member FDIC and equal housing lender. Priority Courier Experts does not have the largest inventory of lease-to-own trucks anymore. Hold on now. Anymore. All right, fill me in. Pat, who in town buys brand new trucks and immediately puts those rigs into the most honest and ethical lease-to-own program? Priority, that's who. But you said they don't have the largest inventory. Let me spell it out for you. First, Priority orders the finest spec of Kenworth and Freightliner trucks. These rigs cost anywhere between $135,000 to $215,000. That's more than my house. I hope things get better for you, man. Next, a qualified driver sits down with one of Priority's onboarding specialists, reviews the lease-to-own program, and earning potential of partnering with one of the world's largest same-day delivery companies. And shazam! Another partnership is formed, and that driver is on their way to owning that rig in five years or less. That sounds simple. It is that simple. That's why Priority doesn't have the largest inventory of new trucks anymore, because these rigs roll off the lot almost as soon as they arrive. <coughs> 
Calling all drivers. Take charge of your driving career today. Visit Priority.com or call Robbie, Nick, Chad, or Mike, 651-748-4465, and they'll get you on the road. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Yeah, I was like that every time you call us tagline. Yeah, I remember when Steve pulled every truck off the road to hang that tagline on the sides. Hey, Pat, your finger's still on the record button? Imagine, imagine going to the hospital and Joey being your nurse. <laughs> Joey Diaz? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh I don't think so. M&M's, where are the pop brownies? Where are the pop brownies? What are you doing? He would not have got the job. Remember that no. video he sent us where he's got a, like a three-foot bong on an airplane? What, like, what are you doing? What the F's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm glad well, you brought you up the uh, bike path that you tried to kill me on. Yeah. I tried to kill you? Oh, yes. That was quite, oh, the, went too far. That was quite the connection. There. <laughs> that, yeah, I know. Like, I was like, like, how is this I, how are these going to come together? But you, you did it. You, just you made it happen. Two I didn't understand it either. But it's only 28 no, it miles. At the end. Yeah, I'm like 20 miles. I'm not going more than 20 miles. 28. That's 23 close. miles. I'm like every muscle's burning. I've got no food with me. Nothing. At least you weren't hung over. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was not. Because <laughs> then you just wave goodbye and catch them over uh, later on. Yeah. How long that's was all that? that? The last mile, I couldn't uh, even get above eight miles an hour. I like, you couldn't. I couldn't. It was, it was like my legs aren't even working. Uh, it was bad. It was bad. I could literally ride a bike at well over 100 miles. Yeah, you could. I could, absolutely. I can yeah. ride a bike forever. I got the huge legs. Is that why? I did. How it's long was that one yeah, the first probably. bike race I did? 30? Oh, no. In the, no. In the try? Then it's only No, light. not the try. The first bike race I ever did. I don't remember. By, like totally just by myself. There was like hardly anybody in it. But there was there was a hundred mile in that, but I didn't do the hundred. I don't think I could do a century. I mean I could over three days. <laughs> like the rag bra and the rag bra. Yeah, I could do something bride. like that, but I couldn't I don't think I could do a hundred well, in a day. Look up the bike paths to get to our house. It's very bike friendly. Oh I bet it is. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you take a long roll out there. Yeah. No it wouldn't. Yes, Not that long. It takes 35 minutes. minutes in a car. Yeah, but you, so I get there it's, in 30 seconds. <laughs> a lot of times bike paths are yeah, yeah. Bike huh? more direct. Yeah. yeah. You yeah, don't have to skirt all these towns and stuff. You go through everything. I, know, I don't know. Dan seems to think he could probably beat you in a car or on a bike. Hmm. No, he doesn't think he could beat us. He just knows. He's like, oh, yeah, I could meet you there and Yeah, I could whatever. ride with him. I'd ride with him. He, would, he loves biking places. But then you got to yeah. bike back. No, we put our like he oh. does that a lot. Where I put or he puts the bike rack on our car. Okay. It's like thirty he miles. There isn't and it? Then we... Is it thirty? As the crow flies. Uh, I don't yeah, crow flies. I look right. from yeah. our house, from our current house. I think it's twenty-five. Oh, so it can't be. It'd be less than so that. I don't you can think do it would bike. be that much. Probably twenty-five too. It's like forty-five. Car. It's forty-five minutes in a car from our house, so it's farther. It than is. Right <clears throat> From you, yeah, definitely. Is that because you stop at Macathoons and Saint Bonifacious? I'm never getting over Saint Bonifacious. Yep. I'm just telling you, I'm never going to get it. Exactly. I don't know. What does Google say? I'm looking. I can measure guys, distance. While you guys are looking, I'm going to I'm going to read you the three three of the four top headlines and why we won't be covering these stories. Two hours and eighteen minutes it would take. On a Sounds bike, about right. it's 28, oh, 28 miles. So it would be the same. 
Yeah. No problem, honey. Let's go. From your house to. I can do it if I have like something to like electrolytes and (laughs) maybe an energy bar or something. I can do it then. Well, actually, just put it in Watertown. I didn't put your exact address. Officer Dave says, but Watertown's not very big. Generally run as the crow flies because they're on old railroad Railroad Yeah, Yeah. 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 makes sense. A railroad would be. it would be as straight as possible. Yeah, there's so. a lot more direct situation. That's, that's what the, uh, the loose line trail. Yeah, it's all. The loose line trails. That's where we were. We did the 28 miles. dead straight. Yep. And there the great thing is because it used to be a train track, the trees are over the top yep. of it. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of shade, man. It's mm-hmm. wonderful. That's nice. Okay, here's why we don't cover the regular news on the podcast. We don't. These are the top. We're going to talk about it anyway. These, no, yeah. no, I'm not going to We're not going to cover it. it by no, we're not going to cover it. I'm just going to read the headline. Put it in three headlines. These are the three. Okay, I'm going to read the fourth headline. These are the top four headlines of the day. Residents of France begin flashing COVID QR codes. Mm. What's a QR code? What's the it's code on your, code on your cell phone? Oh, so it's yeah. real. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. real. So yeah. it's a real deal. So a they're probably using fake. They're code. probably using those instead of cards. Is right. probably what yeah. they're doing. Because the cards are this fake. This is a though. QR. Code. No, they're not all yeah. fake. They can be fake. No, no, no I'm not saying they're all. Driver's fake. license can be fake. Birth certificates yeah, can be fake. Everything fake. QR code can be fake too. They're very easy to. So. Yeah, I mean, look at it. It's yeah. like you could. But if you uh, if yeah. you spend that much time getting a fake one, uh, well, you know, it's like you know. We looked on the internet this morning. Forty-four bucks, they'll get you one that looks exactly like the one that I have. Oh yeah, That's identical. Fine. Forty-four bucks. That's fine. Well, I mean, if anybody has any Photoshop background at yeah, all, it's not exactly very hard. easy yeah. to create your own if you wanted to. I have some friends that are like, where can I get one? I'm like, calm down. Like, let's relax here. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you spend that much time doing it, you know, that's fine. Okay, here's another one that just popped up, but I'll get to the other three in a second. But radio, <laughs> host, who, radio host who slammed COVID dies of COVID, slammed uh, vaccine dies of COVID. They made this guy look as much like Mike Lindell as they possibly I'm could. sure they did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who it is. I don't before dying, Dick, oh, Dick Farrell, I've heard his name, told friends he changed his mind on getting vaccinated, but unfortunately he died of COVID. Uh, <clears throat> where did he work? Oh, Newsmax. He was a guy on Newsmax. That's it. Dick Farrell. It's a radio station? No, Newsmax is a, uh, a national TV station. It's on... It is? It's on a lot of cable systems, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Well, he said radio host. Yeah, he said radio. I know, but I, yeah, I didn't even know that... Man, Newsmax radio. I don't I think guess. they have a radio... Show. I don't know if I don't they know. do or not. Could be wrong. I don't know. That one that Absolutely. does maybe feeds, they get taken by. Yeah, possibly. Okay, so here are the three headlines right in a row to kick off your day. Uh, Cuomo accuser details two instance, uh, instances of alleged groping. Yeah. Prosecutors begin unusual strategy against R. Kelly, another rape story. What R. Kelly, I doing? thought he was like yeah, in was... prison or something. Oh, no, no, no he's now just being held on bail. They haven't tried the cases yet. Yeah, it's been four It was like a decade ago. That's, it was. That's, that's oh, yeah, what, it was. What happens yeah. when you just keep paying to stay free? Well, well, it's, you pay <laughs> it's tough. I mean, that's going to be a long trial, and it, it's tough to get that amount of time in, in court right so, now. What is so, he being charged well, with? They keep adding stuff. They added that they're going to bring in the grooming of the kid last week. Um, for the and that brought in the issue of whether homosexuality is going to be part of the voidir or not yeah. before a trial. But what what's the new strategy that they're going to use? Um, unusual well, strategy. It what's says. that? It says here singer's charged with RICO Act. Oh, they're going to charge with RICO. How does he have a RICO? So 
How Woo. wait what how how would they get a Rico for an individual? I don't know because that's usually like gangsters. Well, yeah, because you you put people together and people in unison are working together. I don't Rico for him. Robert I, Sylvester Kelly goes on trial Monday in Brooklyn, accused of running a criminal enterprise. The fifty-four-year-old is better known, of course, as R. Kelly. And he's accused of, among other things, systematically recruiting underage girls for sex over the course of his long career. What's unusual about uh, this whole trial is is that prosecutors are going after him through RICO, the Rocketeer Influenced and Corrupt Organization Act, which is typically used for mafia dons yeah. or cartel mm. leaders. Well, wow. I mean, if he was heading off an organization like yeah. a sex trafficking organization, then it makes sense. Yeah. But that seems like a huge reach. Why well, would you need to go RICO on him? Probably because the statute of limitations has oh, passed maybe. for a lot of the things he would have done. Because we're know. talking like 15 years. Oh, yeah, yeah. some of it. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah. of it's more recent. Some of it's minor, so oh, you get it? more time there. I think the last time yeah. I heard of him was like in 2006 or something. Yeah, Because like, so. there's still that case hanging out there for Minneapolis where they were looking at charging oh, him yeah, here in Minneapolis. Right. But they weren't going to get him, but that he was charged in, I think, St. Paul, I think, is where he was charged. But So there's there's all sorts of things going on. Yeah, well, sure well, but he did that stupid documentary where he basically laid out the evidence against oh, himself. Oh, yeah, like the, <laughs> you know, R. Kelly. Yeah. yeah, he did. Yeah. 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 It was so, like that. Um, it was like if I had done it. Yeah, it was, yeah. Say, it was like if oh, I had like, done it. Well, OJ Today came out again and said, I really oh. hope they catch the guy. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's still he claiming. Oh, bit to be about football. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's still claiming there's a guy out there that beheaded his wife. I bet. He is what something. A, he's a psychopath. He God, is something. Word. Well, okay. that's like, what's his face to the, the yes, oh my God. Oh, my God. I'll read this while you're thinking. Oh, you're thinking about what's wasn't face? Philip Weiss, wasn't he, he signed to stop OJ? Yep. yep. Yeah, when the Jets yep. signed him. The Jets signed as him to stop OJ. To stop OJ. He, and I think OJ, OJ ran, ran right over him, didn't he? Oh, no, no. Philip was really oh, he did? good. Oh, he did. Philip well, I know Philip was a great player. player but he I, was, yeah. But did he have success against OJ? I know they hired, they yeah, signed him did. up to do that. He did have success. He's the one that stopped him at 2,004 yards. Oh, okay. That was a Philip that tackled him after the 2,004th yard. Wow. Okay, so to wrap this up, I already went with the Cuomo accuser details two instances of alleged groping. Prosecutors begin an unusual strategy against R. Kelly. And the third headline of the day is fallout at Alibaba after worker details rape allegations. What the hell is going on What's here? Alibaba? The news site. News no. site over in... Is it, Ali, no, you're thinking of Al Jazeera. Al Jazeera. Alibaba is a cheap retailer of garbage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's, Alibaba's like if you want 5,000 capacitors that are going to fail after a month. Some of the richest that's where people in the world have come out of Alibaba. Yeah, yeah. just like mm-hmm. random. Yeah. But is that China? Mm-hmm. I think it is Chinese, despite the name. Let me see. Let me check that out because I think it's a Chinese company. So it's not the guy with the, Makes sense. the lamp. Cheaper no, it's not the guy with the lamp. It's Alibaba. Prince Ali. Prince Abubu. Oh, okay. Ooh, Prince Ali. Yeah. Magic is he. Ali Ababwa. <laughs> Hanju, China. <laughs> Sexual harassment by the guy with the lamp. <laughs> yeah, Alibaba is in Hangzhou, China. Uh, it is in China. Go. It's in China. I'm going to say it from now China. on like that just to annoy Michael Brandt. China. Okay, speaking of China. Oh, that's, yeah. Speaking of China yeah. and Aladdin. China. Yes. I watched Wish Dragon. This weekend, Wish, Wish, Dragon. Wish Dragon on Netflix. It's a new kids animated cartoony movie. Good. It's really good. Is it? Yeah, it's really. It's got a similar story ish to Aladdin 
ish. Well, but it's, it's wishes, so there you go. That makes sense. Yeah, it's I don't know, but it's really really good and it's really cute and the kids thought it was hilarious. Cool. Yeah, it's fun. What do you, who made I that one? Is it cartoon? It's, yeah, it's Netflix and yeah. it's yeah. It's really Where, well animated. Is it cartoon? It's animated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So Where is Netflix getting all this money? Aren't they from, deeply really in debt from Netflix? They keep they, they like own they got subscriptions. Everything. I know what they yeah, they're deeply they in debt. Well, they, they have like, a loss, I think. Since movies, you wouldn't like uh, Suicide Squad. No, no, you wouldn't. Would no, I would I, not they like, have, you wouldn't like it. The idea that you might like it because it's like Deadpool. No, sorry, it's not. No, they happen. have their own production company. So. Did you see it? Netflix does, yeah, so. but they do operate at a loss. Did you see it, Andy? Oh, Suicide Squad? No, I just, everything I know about it, I know he would hate it. I, I, yeah, I actually saw it. I came out at 6 o'clock. I watched it right away. It was, it was, it was good. Okay, it so why would decent. I hate it? Uh, Very crass. Because you find all the inconsistencies in it and be like, oh, yeah. God, I why are they doing so that? Why are they doing that? There is sense. one kill scene with Margot Robbie that is really good. It's very well done. You might like I'll that like enough because you like the, the John Wick side of that. But overall, oh, yeah, I think yeah. you wouldn't. And it's not funny enough. It's not Deadpool funny enough. Deadpool so, was funny. It was. So. And I still love Catherine Isaac. At a, at a drive-in, Dude. we were the only white people at the drive-in <laughs> in Florida. Talking Deadpool 1, right? Because you went with me and DJ for... for was it 1? E2 is what DJ. you saw with me and DJ. Oh. Dave yeah, and my it must youngest. have been 1. Oh, okay. Yeah. DJ Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> I mean, the place was really run down and all the rest of it, but I mean, it was a lot of fun. Everybody was nice as hell. We had a ball. I have a feeling the cash the inflow isn't so, so so super great these days. Yeah. Probably not. Probably how were how were all those movie theaters able to make it before? Because there used to be movie theaters everywhere. everywhere. I mean, when you and I were talking the other day and started talking about this one being, I mean, there was like you could probably hit about five with a golf ball from where we are right now. Charging twenty five dollars for popcorn there, helps. There, yeah. there, 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 yeah. and there. There'd be five. five you could get, them, and yeah. then and then if you go a little south, there's the one that was at uh, near um, Boston Chicken or Boston Market. Where's that? Boston Chicken. Yeah, Boston Market. It was I think it was originally Boston Chicken, but mm. Boston Market, um, the one that's down off of uh, Excelsior, that was in that little that little spot um, next to McDonald's. Really? Yeah. Oh, the St. Louis Park Theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah the St. Louis. It's uh, Park Nicollet. Oh, and then there was one over at Nowood. So yeah, there's like seven yeah. movie theaters right around here. <laughs> there's one over that's at insane. Nowood. Exactly. How did they make it? I don't point. know. They because people used to love to go in the movies. And they don't. Well, yeah. Every time a movie anymore. came out, you had no other choice well, yeah. but to go to a movie theater. That's true. So every big blockbuster was a bunch of free money for movie theaters. Yeah, well, that's true. Well, it's, that still sort of happens. I mean, when Star Wars Kinda. came back out, you know, it looks like the basements yeah. were uncluttered. And yeah. People came out of the basements. Certain and went movies to that. you need to see on the big screen, I think. But that's yeah. becoming less and less true every day. Yeah. I love going to movies. So do I. Yeah. And I love Michelle, man. Except uh, old. What's that? <laughs> the old, the last movie we saw. Oh, God, was, that movie sucked. Oh, yeah, God, it was, it was terrible. It was not old. good. It was not good. Well, except, okay, Andy, follow this one. Ollie on the show, follow this one. Mm-hmm. So there's a mom and a dad and, a, what, an 8-year-old and a 6-year-old? Yeah, yeah, I think that was the right age. Yeah. I think an 8-year-old yeah. girl and a 6-year-old boy. Somehow, even though the kids are getting 3 years older every hour... Oh, this is about that. I explained this part to you. 
How did you get clothes that fit all the way from mom six bought extra to twenty six? Because mom bought extra clothes. That's not why she to told fit the, a twelve year old. She told the daughter. She, but you're right. They should have had a scene where she had like baggy, baggy clothes. clothes. That should. would have that would have solved that. But that mom did say, "Why don't you put on something else? Because you keep growing." And so that got taken care of a little bit. So I don't know. The if rest I agree of it, with that. there were so many weird God, things so that didn't make any sense. Bad. God, that movie sucked. It's a movie about people who go to a beach and then they start aging rapidly. Correct. Rapidly. Yeah, it's like, uh, M Night Shyamalan, I think. Uh, right. I think it's yes, yeah, it is. It's a Shyamalan. Yeah. Yeah. Three years every half hour, I think. That's. I think that's right. I think yeah. they, they yeah. age three years every half hour. Mm-hmm. And there's some not so nice oh, scenes there, people. Although, I think we aged a year just sitting just there, there watching it. Exactly. I aged about a year just sitting there watching this crap. I just gave M. Night five years of my life. So He's a nice guy. We've had him on the KQ Morning Show before. He's a very pleasant Which, person. When did you have him? After, what was his biggest movie ever? His was Six the, Sense, probably. Six Sense, yeah. Six yeah Sense. Oh, definitely. The Six Sense. That was a great that movie. That was a yes. great Some movie. Of, especially like, when, when his like, movies what? are good, they're so good. <laughs> yeah. But then his bad movies, it's really like, bad. what are you? Yeah, some of them I don't even understand what they're doing. Well, like The yeah. Village. I mm-hmm. love The Village. I do you find The Village? The Village is the best. No, no way, I love The Village. I love The Village. Oh gosh, I didn't just, love it, but I thought it was pretty good. Incredible. I'm one of those weird, like, <clears throat> weird's good. cult village people. Mm. I love See, that movie. I was village too much people. waiting for the big twist in it, and so because of what had happened with Sixth Sense, so you, you I went was into a big twist. Well, the twist, twist was the thing. Outside the, you know, the city thing, that they're really yeah, in the middle. Yeah, that was and it's like, just the like the twist. The twist yeah. is that they're Mormons or whatever, not Mormons. Well, no. and they what don't. Do you call them? But, the Rumspringer like, people. Yeah, and the Amish. Yes. But they don't know. Yep. I mean, the adults knew, but the younger generation had no idea that there was another world mm-hmm. out there. Oh, such a good movie. Oh, so Glass was bad, right? <laughs> I like I, I okay. Glass. I know yeah. people that really liked Glass. Yeah, I just like Glass. Yeah. Well, that Unbreakable was... was bad. I see. I like that, that one too. Really? <laughs> I never saw Unbreakable. The one Which with one was the one with Bruce the multiple and... personalities? That was a Split. That was split. really good. Split was, yeah, I like that was one. Good. I really liked mm-hmm. Split. I think yeah. they I liked did a good job. Did he do the one with the tattoos? The guy with the that that would put all the tattoos on his body it was uh, Memento. Yeah, Memento. No. He didn't do that. Okay. Oh, that was good. With, that uh, actually Joe was a good Pantoliano, movie. right? He was in there, wasn't he? Um, I don't know. It was Ewan McGregor, was. wasn't it? Or, or Ewan McGregor. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of a different movie. Let's see, Joe. Yeah, no, he was in that. He was. I in thought it. he was. Nice, yeah. nice guy. I thought he was. He was. I always, uh, liked, him. I always liked that guy. Teddy. Yep. Teddy. There you I'm go. Sure, why not? I fell down a very deep rabbit hole of multiple personality disorder after I saw Split. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would, that would do it. That would do For it. For like a week every night, I was just researching all of the crazy things that you hear. Like, one personality is diabetic, and the other ones right. aren't, and they like need insulin. Was that and I'm like, and then I it was this whole that. thing of like the power of the brain. And yes, there are people that have multiple personalities. One has diabetes, and none of the rest do, or mm. one has like different needs and different eyes. I, like glasses subscript prescription subscription and there's yeah there's all these crazy and then it led me into a rabbit hole of like the power of the mind you yeah. know and it's like if you believe it's true and i'm just was that the one where the guy was in the dress and then the guy was in the room that was being held in the basement yeah yeah it yeah. was yeah. girls that were being held in the basement that's right girls they were trying yeah. to escape oh, and then right, he yeah. he had like i don't even know how and many he personalities and he talked to him as a woman yeah, and he and he, talked to him as somebody else yeah, yeah. and then he that could was, like that was a good movie yeah it was such a good movie and it was just yeah i got very into well now it's not called multiple personalities or it's called this 
dissociative identity disorder. Dissociative identity disorder. I think I have that. I don't know who the did. hell I am. Did. I don't know who but I, I am. Took I don't a, know what I took a class in college called the philosophy of psychology. Philosophy of psychology. Okay. Yeah. It's very deep and mm-hmm. interesting. Very we talked deep. about like, you know, just like the history. Oh, and I also took the history class that I took in college was the history of mental illness. Because it's like having a grandfather that was potentially schizophrenic. Potentially? Well, the, Bobby was, thinks he had Mad Hatters. Just... Uh, he had Mad Hatters, all right. Well, <laughs> what's, Matt, what's the difference? Because Mad Hatters is caused by a chemical. Oh, printing okay. press. Yeah, printing yeah. Press, um, but yeah. he could he got it mining. That's what Bobby thinks. Mining? Not I'm mining. No, working in the print printing. His industry. was the printing press. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So because she thought it might uh, have something to do with the, yeah, the ink. ink. But I'm guessing. The ink or something I'm like guessing that. you could probably find that out now if yeah. that caused. Because I, it's, kind of, it's a shaky yeah. uh, theory. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Oh. yeah. I don't know if it's provable. Well, even Toots said he was cuckoo for Coco. Puffs. <laughs> he, was, he was cuckoo for Coco. Puffs. He was the, the Menendez. Yeah, exactly, the Menendez but like, brothers. In, in that class, I think it was History of Mental Illness, actually, that I read this book. There was a woman that did LSD in college, became schizophrenic. Okay. God and because you know with schizophrenia you usually have to have like something turn yeah. yeah like a trigger and she was schizophrenic hospitalized lobotomy all the stuff lobotomy shock treatment no not lobotomy shock treatment not <laughs> lobotomy <laughs> <laughs> like that's like, that what? I don't know no <laughs> electroshock therapy not lobotomy. oh my gosh um and then she found Jesus and yeah. became religious and. Didn't need her medication anymore and her, lost her schizophrenia diagnosis. What? Wow. The power of her mind. Jesus said, because keep she that thought, out of your no, Because she met people and they were like, Jesus can heal you. If you believe, Jesus can heal I you. I suppose if you believe and enough she that believed, something could happen, it and might happen. Heal. It's like, you know, kind of like Magic Johnson, but that didn't pay well, I just think, I think that if you have <laughs> faith in, in your belief, whether you have faith in God or whatever your belief is, if you believe in and that enough, I it yeah. might set aside everything well, for it's you. Like, I guess. Have you seen the movie Heal? No. There is weird things out there that they can oh, yeah. explain. Oh, yeah. There's no. this guy. Beginning of the movie Heal. It's really it's short. I think it's only like about an hour. It's on Netflix, and he had. I'm trying to remember if it was an injury in his spine or cancer in his spine. I don't. I, it was years ago that I saw this, but he spent. After this diagnosis, he saw all these doctors, and they were like, you can't, we can't do anything except for major surgery, and after that, you'll never walk again, and blah, 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 all these things. And then he spent X amount of time each day after that meditating to fix his spine, and it worked. Yeah. He did nothing else, just What's... meditated and thought of himself being healed, and it What's sad is the people who have that belief that it's going to and then it doesn't. Yeah. You know, yeah. That, I mean, yeah, yeah it doesn't you know, pan out every time, yeah. obviously. Well, and there are people that, you know, think they can, you know, pray their dead baby back to yeah, life. And, like, that's oh, kind of, yeah. that's, so you know, depressing. we're reaching here. But it's, I mean, the power of the mind is pretty incredible. My favorite study was when they got the three guys who thought they were Jesus together okay. to see if they could, once they saw somebody mm-hmm. else thought they were Jesus, yeah. do it. Oh, and so they uh, would all yeah. deal with each other and then tell the psychiatrist, yeah, those other two guys are nuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I do remember that. That was all yeah. they did. Yeah. Uh, I'm here we got to take a break here. We'll be back in about five minutes with the next hour with the family. <laughs> 